You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Samuel Naram. And Samuel, thanks so much for being with me today. Yeah, thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Samuel, we're going to talk about the show you're in now at Kate's Ferry Projects, which is um, up now and running through February 11th in 2023. We're talking several days before it closes on the 7th. So I, I want to talk to you about this this exhibit and, and specifically, of course, your work in it. Um, the exhibit's title is Dark Matter. And, yeah. you know, in, in, in some ways, that, that can read in a number of ways, right? Um, so I, yeah. we'll talk specifically about your work, but how do you read that title? How do you think that title relates to your work or, or does it? Yeah, yeah, the title relates to my work because... Um, um, uh, I titled my work Bones Roses um, and also the Luyek. Um The Bones Roses are usually um, some of these roses that are born for um, maybe the dead ones or loved ones or, or to store the perfume for a while. And my bubble tends to hold um, uncertainties and uncertainties, conspiracies. Truth, and so um, I see. I see that as very, very related to what dark matter means. Uh, dark matter means um, something that is being concealed for a while. To me, uh, dark matter means uh, some matters that have been hiding under the carpet. Uh, dark matters mean um, part of life. You know, there is this concealing and. And conspiracies and truth about life. So that matter tends to carry that, convey that. Yeah, I like that, and, and that already says so much about your your work. So let's talk about um, one of the pieces there, burnt roses, and this yeah. is a a beautiful piece. I was there, and you know, you you want to come up to it. I, it's the kind of work that you want to touch almost, or I wanted to touch because it's so tactile and. It feels almost like a, uh, maybe not quite like a flower, but like a bed of flowers, or or, or something that's that's organic and and that you can, that you can that you might want to touch. It's so tactical, tactile and physical. So, you know, in in this regard, burnt roses, um, which of course it also resembles. Parts of it are, are quite like burnt roses, but there's. There's a number of elements in there, right? There's foam, there's fabric, there's acrylic paint. Um, let's talk about this one a little bit because okay, yeah. while part okay. of it is burnt roses, it also feels <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a whole object in itself, like a whole organic growing object in itself. Yeah, um, dark roses, um, uh, burnt roses are actually, um, I, I interrogated it through different means, the conceptual part the physical part or the physical property and intellectual part or the emotional part where uh, the physical part I was, I had to use um, fabric. I had to do so many dyes on fabric. I was trying to go through the process of dark moments, getting the, putting it into a dark uh, period and uh, getting pieces from the tailor workshop, collect a lot of, uh, debris and try as much as possible to stop them in uh, to to mean what this process of dark matter uh, dark matter uh, are like the people 
one had to um, have co- to collect so many memories. We have so many so so many things that have happened uh, um, over time, and you're trying to put them together like a kind of memorial you get. So the dark matters um, coming from the, the point of uh, process and and the material. Then the dark matter when it comes to emotional part, I was I was very interested in looking at how people feel, like uh, what it means uh, to see something is dark, what dark relates to the emotion to the same. Um, it, uh, it suggests uh, darkness, it suggests um, sorrow, it suggests uh, doom. And roses itself, uh, we know roses to be a kind of gift we give to the love to our loved ones. It's like having memories of our loved ones, like giving hope that uh, though they may not be around us, though these memories may be lost, but yet we have them dear to our hearts. So that is the dark roses to me. Yes. So the so, the, the philosophical part, uh, sorry, is actually a philosophy from the Sukkot Art School here in Nigeria. Uh, which comes from um, the philosophy known as Ugubike. Ugubike is, is, is a philosophy which connotes that uh, strength, um, there's strength in unity, there is strength in numbers. So using that is kind of, um, I'm calling um, the, the, the power of strength, like we may be dark, but uh, the more we are, uh, the, the stronger we stand. Yeah. I like that. I'd like to hear more about that that specific philosophy because this also relates to you're talking about collective experiences, but yeah. this also relates to your specific love life, right? I mean, that sounds romantic to me, um, and and not just about those, or not only about those who are 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 loved ones that that are maybe family or relatives or something. But um, but also individuals, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but does this tell the story about your love life, meaning people that you have loved romantically, and and does that philosophy you're also just yeah. mentioning relate to that? Yes, um, uh, the truth is um, when I was uh, doing that piece, I was um, actually speaking to myself. I that was my first time working in such um, in such media uh, in such style. Uh, that's actually my style, but you know, dyeing the fabric and going through the process. So the process was um, I was actually led by my spirit. Like I I hear voices when I walk. Like it's organic. It comes from the mind. Um, I may I may actually feel like putting this, or I would tell you. I put uh, put this color here. No, you bring out this. So it's going to be the kind of conversation. So it's like um, having this conversation with uh, my past um, life, like my love life. I'm married, by the way. So it's like um, trying to record some of these uh, process, some of those good old days and what uh, I've undergone, and also uh, these practices. Um, the practice of uh, strength in numbers is um, is it represents my work because most of my work process are are done by assistants in my studios and it's like a collective thing, like a community people, uh, community of people. Each person teaching uh, bubbles and all that is like 
them telling their own story, you get, and myself applying these colors and trying to make this look aesthetically beautiful and engaging at the same time striking. I, I try to, uh, to, to, to relate with my feelings to the fabric. Yeah. So this is very personal, really. I mean, when we, we you know, talk about philosophy and form, which is, you know, really attractive here, there's something, as you're saying, deeply personal about this. These are, these are personal stories or experience of yours that aren't revealed in a literal way, but that yeah. sounds very intimate, right? Yes, very well. Yes. And there's, there's another work of yours called uh, Yellow Quake, and this one is, is quite different in a way. You're, you're working the surface in some similar ways, but it's a very different palette, and it has a shape that's um, almost like a rising balloon. This, this feels like a completely different uh, subject in a way. Uh, is yeah, it? It feels, it feels I, light. This one feels lighter, <laughs> like it's almost floating. Yeah, yes. Um, I think in that particular piece, the yellow liquid, I was uh, particularly looking at um, the, the embryo, the, the chromosomes uh, that actually form a part of life. Uh, this process where they fall into the womb and they become dark, actually in the dark room and gradually <laughs> turn into fetus and from fetus to young baby and all that. So um, that piece, I did that piece, particularly when my wife was pregnant. So it's like a kind of conversation on what um, my baby is like, having a deep conversation and an abstract conversation with um, what I feel the baby or the process of con uh, conception and all that. And so I said to title yellow quick, like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. earthquake from the word earthquake, like shaking thing, like, Something rocky, something so it's like a yellow creek, like um, like a rising, a rising sun, like uh, a hope, like um, an uncertain hope. Yeah. So <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, so is it is the shape of it then relating to? Um, I mean, you said um, like a, a baby. So is this also like the womb, like a fetus? Is that the shape or or no? Look, is the shape of uh, a chromosome, like uh, you know, a like a drop or something, okay. like uh, when it's forming into um, during the, the process of conception. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. That's what you meant, right? I see a chromosome forming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, chromosomes. Yeah, through the process of con of conception, you know, um, looking from the biological drawing and all that. So it gave me that uh, idea to explore. And that's such a, 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 a beautiful idea, but also such a very different palette, right? In, in, in a number of your works, you're using a whole variety of colors, and that seems like one of the few works where you've really held yourself back, right? There's, um, there's what, what looks like just a kind of gray and black and, and yellow in there. Is that correct? Yes, very well, very well. Very well. And, and, uh, and, 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 and why such few colors? Yeah, in, in that particular one, yeah. yeah yes. Um, at, in, the, in this body of work I presented um, at the show, that matters, especially the yellow quick, I'm, I'm using neutral color. It's a feeling, uh, as I said earlier on, the feeling of, 
um, you're really not certain of how uh, the baby would form, uh, how the baby would look eventually. But then again, I was like, um, it's a time of um, like uncertainty, and <clears throat> and having these these uh, these chromosomes in in the womb like a dark rope. So it's also being uncertain about everything. Yeah, I, well, I relate to that. I've had a child, and that, of course, is an amazing time and a and a, and a quite a scary time. So when um, and an exciting time, of course. So you know, you're telling me these this story, which is fascinating to me. How you work, of course, when viewers see this, they don't know all that, right? I mean, you know, they they may read um, about the work in in the catalog, which doesn't talk all about that. Um, how do you feel about the viewer's experience when they see this? Because they're going to read other things into it. Like myself, I read a, a lightness, a balloon, um, something that wasn't um, quite the, the intimate experience that you're talking about. So in, in terms of yeah. it, yeah, there's multiple ways to read this. Is, is that correct? Is that how you yeah. see it? Yeah, very well. Um, I like my work being poetic. Um, I like my work being abstract. I like people... Um, having conversation based on their feeling and emotion and what they, they and their own experiences and uh, sometimes I find uh, the feedback from their own experiences and it also sheds light on what I'm doing and it gives me kind of perspective on what else or shared experience you get. Um, so um, having the work in the poetic form is more engaging to me. Mm. And, you know, this is, as, as you said, some of this work is, is, is built collaboratively, right? You're working in your studio with assistants, you're assembling these. So when, when, you're, when you're building these, when you're creating these, um, does it begin with a, a story or a narrative, you know, like the child or like lost loves? Is that how they begin? Because those both sound very poetic. You know, the titles in some cases sound poetic. Does it does it start that way or with sketches? How does how does that that kind of poem grow into this um, object? Yeah, um, um, it comes in different parts. To be honest with you, um, I really don't have a particular way of working. And uh, sometimes I may have a sketch, and at the end I end up talking the words on the sketch. Um, then sometimes I may have an idea in mind and when I start the process you find the work leading me to something else which uh, sometimes bring out uh, something different and something more interesting than what I was thinking. So um, I, most of the times I prefer, I prefer allowing my work to lead me to whatever I'm doing and once I'm working I, 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 get, I get titles like um, they work speak like I can uh, literally hear them speak, like them speaking to me, and I respond. And once I begin to respond, I respond to to what they are saying. And at the end, I become very satisfied, and the title would would eventually um, suit the piece, like all the title would either suit suit what um, I uh, I practically hear, heard from the work you get. So um, um, this is how I work. It's organic. Like, the work controls me. I don't have control over my work, to be very honest with you. 
Um, I just look at uh, look at my work from the aesthetic part and find out if the principles are um, are in order. And once they're in order, I try to break some principles and and once it's fine, like I get satisfied about it and eventually the title comes out. I like that. Yeah, that's that is a poetic process in itself. Um, yeah. I, I want to thank you for talking to me about this. I want to ask you one more question, which is, what are you reading now? Um, because it sounds like even the philosophy you referenced is, is fascinating. I know that's something um, that seems to be closer to where you are in, in Nigeria, which is where you're talking to me from. But what are yeah. what are you reading at the moment? Um, I'm actually reading tests about um, African uh, decolonization and colonization and, and uh, basically about um, Africana. <laughs> um, basically, yes, I'm just reading about Africana books by Chikanagulu. Uh, I don't know, the professor of, of, of art, of African arts and studies in, in, in which of the schools is this? Um, he's a professor in, in the U.S. But then Chick uh, Anaglu, um, his his work has really been influencing the way I think and the way I practice my art. He's also from the Super Art School, and also have uh, somebody like Olaide. Uh, then uh, sometimes I I look at work and it feels like reading, like uh, seven through the net, um, looking at people's work and it speaks to me. So I see that like a visual, a visual um, reading or a visual conversation that mustn't be in text, uh, but allowing the work to to speak to you or understanding what um, the work is saying. I think so. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I want to thank you so much for just making this work. And uh, listeners, of course, if they're listening to it before February 11th in 2023, they can go see the show or go to the gallery afterwards. Samuel, I want to yeah. thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you so much for that. And, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.